Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Mr. Classic Wrestling Podcast. And today, I'm going to go over my review of AEW's Elevation. Starting off the evening, we'll go to our first match of the night. It is Nyla Rose versus Charlotte Renegade. Um, I thought it was an okay matchup. Nyla Rose was keeping the pace throughout the entire match. Nyla Rose hits a devastating Samoan drop on Charlotte Renegade. And Nyla Rose ultimately hits a devastating powerbomb on Renegade, pinning her for the three. And your winner of the match is Nyla Rose. Hats off to Nyla Rose for getting the win in this matchup. Moving on from that, we go into our next match of the night. It is Julia Hart versus Sky Blue. I thought this was a good matchup. Back and forth matchup between both Hart and Sky Blue. With Sky Blue keeping the pace of the match. But Julia Hart ultimately hits a roll up using the ropes. Pins for the three. And your winner of the match is Julia Hart. Hats off to Julia Hart for getting the win. In this matchup. Moving on from that. We go into our next match of the night. It is Gun Club versus Aaron Mercer and Masada. I thought it was an okay matchup. Back and forth matchup between both the Gun Club and Mercer and Masada. Gun Club was keeping the pace of the match. With the Gun Club ultimately hitting the finish. Pins for the three. And your winners of the match are the Gun Club. Hats off to the Gun Club for getting the win in this matchup. Moving on from that, we go into our next match of the night. It is Top Flight versus Chaos Project. I thought it was a good matchup, back and forth matchup between both Top Flight and Chaos Project with Top Flight keeping the pace of the match. And Top Flight ultimately hits the finish on Chaos Project, pinning them for the three, and your winners of the match are Top Flight. Hats off to Top Flight for getting the win in this matchup. Moving on from that, we go into our next match of the night. It is Anna Jay and Ruby Soho. Versus Emi Sakura and the Bunny. I thought this was a relatively good matchup. Back and forth matchup between both teams. With Ruby Soho and Anna Jay keeping the pace of the match. But Ruby Soho ultimately hits the finish. Pins for the three. And your winners of the match are Anna Jay and Ruby Soho. Hats off to Anna Jay and Ruby Soho for getting the win in this matchup. Moving on from that, we have a Lance Archer segment. Uh, Lance Archer pretty much distanced the state of Texas. Even though he's from Texas. Well... You know, pretty much this is San Antonio. Uh, I thought the promo was, to be honest with you, it was lackadaisical. Um, it was pretty much Lance Archer talking about, you know, everybody needs to be on notice about what he's going to do in AEW. Uh, he ends up attacking a fan ringside as well. Um, I thought this, the whole segment was just kind of bad, to be honest with you. And the reason why is that we already know what Lance Archer can do. <clears throat> and the last time we seen Lance Archer in any kind of, you know, serious storyline was against Adam Page, which is the AEW World Heavyweight Champion. We know what Lance Archer could do. I think if I was Lance Archer, I'd be trying to focus more on the TNT Championship at this point because I don't see how he's going to fit into the AEW World Championship fold right now. I think there's a lot of notable names that could challenge Adam Page for that championship. You obviously still have Adam Cole out there lingering, you know, lingering around. You also have Kenny Omega, which supposedly he's coming back from injury. I mean, I know Don Callis came back to AEW posing as a, you know, to, Kenny Omega, you know, having his music play, but it was Don Callis. Um, and him and Tony Schiavone were talking. So it does look like Kenny Omega will be coming back, possibly challenging either Adam Page or Adam Cole at some point. So I know he's coming back. And I know there's a lot of number one contenders right now to face Adam Page for that AEW World Heavyweight Championship. So if I was Lance Archer, I would probably put more time and effort and focus into the TNT Championship right now because to me, I mean, that's. I think that's the best option for Lance Archer. 
at this at this very point. It's not like Lance Archer is going to have somebody that he's going to team up with to go against the AEW Tag Team Champions because right now nobody's teaming up with Lance Archer. So if he wants gold and he wants to win, your best bet is to go challenge for the TNT Championship. And the other thing is, too, is and this does relate, you also have Tony Khan acquiring Ring of Honor. And I'm going to get into that a little bit later in this Elevation podcast today, but Lance Archer could also go to Ring of Honor if he can go to Ring of Honor and challenge for the Ring of Honor World Championship or the Television Championship. You know, there's a lot of options out there, whether Tony Khan's going to let AEW talent go over to Ring of Honor and vice versa. So that's still yet to be seen. But all in all, I thought this Lance Archer segment was not that good. Moving on from that, we go into our main event of Elevation. It is Dark Order versus The Factory. I thought it was a decent matchup, back and forth matchup between both The Dark Order and The Factory with The Dark Order keeping the pace of the match. But John Silver ultimately hits the finish, pins for the three, and your winners of the match are The Dark Order. A couple of things I'm going to say about Elevation. Number one, Elevation, and I've stated this multiple times in the past, I think it's great for the independent talent to get showcased and show their craft on AEW Dark and AEW's Elevation. I think it's absolutely fantastic for the independent talent to go up against main, main event caliber talent that AEW has to offer. The other thing I want to get into, and like I stated earlier with the whole Lance Archer segment, was the whole Ring of Honor thing. To me, there's been a lot of speculation of what Tony Khan's going to do with Ring of Honor. I think Ring of Honor for Tony Khan from here on out is going to be more developmental. I'm kind of getting the insight on it being more of NXT of what it was when Triple H and Shawn Michaels and William Regal were running it and bringing in independent talent or younger talent to Ring of Honor to put on phenomenal matches, great storylines, and great pay-per-view matchups. Fantastic. Um, the other thing is, too, is that there is some AEW talent right now that's really not being 100% utilized. Now, credit, they have been utilized on AEW Dark or AEW Elevation. But are we going to see some people that are AEW mainstays, you should say, or elitist, go over to Ring of Honor and have more of a career over in Ring of Honor. Now, Ring of Honor Supercar is coming up here April 1st, um, which Ring of Honor is known for their supercars. They're, you know, 100% fantastic and awesome pay-per-views. And so far, we only got a handful of matches that have already been announced. Like, for example, we have Alex Zane versus Shane Strickland, which is going to be a really good matchup. And then you have the Briscoes versus FTR for the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships, which a lot of people are, are going to be gravitated towards that matchup just because the hostility and beef that's between the Briscoes and FTR. The other matches that have been announced is uh, Jonathan Gresham and Bandito for the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Championship, which is going to be an absolutely fantastic match. Uh, Jonathan Gresham has done a fantastic job um, winning championships and putting on phenomenal matches. If I'm not mistaken, I think Jonathan Gresham just became the Progress World Heavyweight Champion, which is awesome. Absolutely like awesome, you know thing for him to do it's a great you know win for him on his books and honestly to be he's been on one hell of a tear since you know ring of honors kind of went on a hiatus he's been doing a fantastic job he even has his own promotion i believe it's in atlanta um i, I think it's called terminus if i'm not mistaken fantastic promotion he's putting on phenomenal matchups you know but again this does raise the question of what AEW and ring of honor is going to do there's also been speculation that tony khan is going to sign jonathan gresham the current Ring of Honor world champion. I mean, that'd be huge. I think Jonathan Gresham, you know, would fit perfectly with AEW, but I also think he would fit perfectly with Ring of Honor. And I can understand a lot of frustration with people that did work for Ring of Honor because right now they don't know what the hell is going on. And Tony Khan is not going to sign every single person that Ring of Honor had. 
I think people need to understand that Tony Khan is only going to hire people, whether it be AEW or Ring of Honor for that matter, that's going to be a household name. It's going to make Tony Khan money that he can make money off of. You know, and to me, that's a smart business move. He's not going to sign everybody because not everybody's worth that spotlight. I'm sorry. It's just not. You know, there's other people that, you know, went from Ring of Honor that are doing their own things right now. For example, OGK. You know, they're doing a fantastic job, especially with what they've been doing with NWA and Impact Wrestling. You also have the likes of, you know, Jonathan Gresham, who's their world champion, who's, you know, since Ring of Honor's been on hiatus, he's done, you know, have his own promotion in Atlanta. He's also went to Progress and became world champion for them, which is a huge accomplishment for Jonathan Gresham. And, you know, right now it's up in the air. I think Ring of Honor is going to be more of a developmental system for AEW, where, yes, they'll have world champions, I'm hoping, but they'll, what they'll do is, is that they'll highlight the talent that AEW that, or Tony Khan brings over to Ring of Honor and make them superstars. Kind of like what NXT did. A lot of people that, you know, watch NXT back in the day, some people didn't know who these people were, and some did. But Triple H and his staff and William Regal, you know, Regal did a fantastic job bringing in talent to NXT. I mean, fantastic. And put on phenomenal matchups. So basically what I'm getting at is, is that there's a lot of names on AEW Dark and Elevation that are decent talent that are not really being showcased a lot on, you know, AEW Dynamite. For example, Jay Lethal. I think Jay Lethal is a fantastic wrestler, and he hasn't been really highlighted on AEW Dynamite as of late. I think the last time he had a storyline with anything was for the FTW Championship and Ricky Starks. That was like a month and a half ago. And as of late, he's been constantly on AEW Dark or Elevation. I mean, this is a guy who's a former Ring of Honor World Champion. And ironically, he's going to have a match at the Supercard. It's going to be Jay Lethal versus Lee Moriarty. And Lee Moriarty is another guy that AEW has brought in that, you know, yeah, he's had a couple matches here and there, but he's been showcased predominantly on AEW Dark or Elevation. You put him over to Ring of Honor, you can make him a superstar and become a world champion or television champion. I think that's what AEW and Tony Khan's going to do. If I was a, a betting man, I think that's the best thing for them to do. What it does to Elevation and AEW Dark, I have no idea. Because right now, to me, Elevation and Dark is AEW's developmental program right now to highlight and showcase independent talent for them to possibly sign for their main roster, for their primary shows, Dynamite or Rampage or what have you. Bringing in Ring of Honor and making that a developmental program or a developmental system for AEW, there might not be a need for Elevation and Dark, in my honest opinion. And if that's the case, then you can showcase independent talent and have your own show with Ring of Honor to showcase this independent talent. The other thing, the other big question, too, is the Briscoes. A lot of people, including myself, have been wanting the Briscoes to come over to AEW. Well, that's completely been halted. According to somebody at Warner Media, they do not want the Briscoes to sign with Tony Khan and AEW. They do not want the Briscoes. They don't want to have the Briscoes employed with that company. Folks, it ain't going to happen. So with, you know, the Crockett Cup that just happened and, and, you know, the Briscoes winning the Crockett Cup, it does raise a lot of questions. You know, the match coming up with FTR, are the Briscoes going to drop the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships to, to FTR? And that's it for the Briscoes and Ring of Honor. Are they going to go to NWA or who knows? All I can say is I will, they're not coming to AEW. Which is a damn shame, man. I don't know what happened or what was said. I think there were some comments made a couple of years ago from, I believe, Mark Briscoe. I'm not 100%. You know, don't quote me on that, but it's been rumored that Mark Briscoe said some comments, I think, in 2014 and pretty much kind of hindered this whole idea of them coming over to AEW. 
What those comments were, I have no idea. But for right now, the Briscoes coming to AEW is just not in void. It's not going to happen, which is it's, it's a damn shame because AEW has a lot of notable tag teams, and the Briscoes can put on a phenomenal tag team matchup with just about any tag team in the world. I mean, imagine the Briscoes versus the Lucha Brothers or the Young Bucks versus the Briscoes, which, yes, we've seen that in Ring of Honor, but we haven't seen that kind of matchup in AEW. You know, so we'll – I don't know if we'll ever see that. I don't know if Tony Khan's going to keep the Briscoes on in Ring of Honor. I have no idea how this is going to pan out. But I think Ring of Honor and what Tony Khan's going to do with Ring of Honor is definitely going to play a factor in what AEW is going to be doing moving forward, as well as what you know Ring of Honor is going to be doing in the near future, especially with the Supercard show coming up on April 1st. So this is my review of AEW's Elevation. I hope you guys are out there staying safe. Be careful and remember, stay classic. Peace.